0: Welcome to season two of No Shelf Control, the podcast with books, booze, and banter hosted by authors for readers, because let's face it, we're all bookworms at heart. This
1: season, we'll be chatting about book-to-screen adaptations and trending book talk books. I'm Lindsay Sparks. And I'm Lindsay Fogg. Grab a cocktail, kick back, and enjoy the show. Um, okay, so uh, welcome to episode 17 of season two of the No Shelf Control podcast show however you consume it uh we <laughs> so today's book we were both very excited about when we picked it it's one that we've been like had kind of like waiting like to pull out at a good moment um yeah <laughs> it's a throwback <laughs> definitely a throwback and it's also a reread like a yes. reread <laughs> so um the so we it's an adaptation book. So we read the book and we watched the adaptation and we were so excited about this one that we actually did like one of the Amazon prime watch parties and watched it together. And then we <laughs> have like our chat that we have a ton of screenshots of that we'll share. Yeah. Um, and I might go through, through some of them if we want, but um, cause I like went through and edited them a little bit, but um, anyway, so the, the, the book and adaptation
0: is twilight. Dun-da-da-da. And oh my gosh, it was a revelation. <laughs> Yeah, it was <laughs> it was an interesting week, to be sure.
1: Wow. I'm, like, embarrassed for my past self.
0: Isn't that crazy?
1: <laughs> but before we get to
0: that... Yeah. Tell me what you're drinking. Um, I'm actually kind of feeling under the weather, so I just have water tonight. I don't have anything exciting, sorry. How about you? Yep. Some, some red? Red. Red wine. I figured, mm-hmm. you know... I mean, other than the fact that it's what I'm always drinking,
1: it represents the vampire blood.
0: Oh, nice. (laughs) Or I guess
1: the human blood that the vampires drink.
0: Oh, I guess so. Unless you're a colored. (laughs) Yep. Mm. Yum, yum. And it's nice. You said that it's cold, so it's nice to have a nice red. Yes.
1: And I haven't had any wine in like, I don't know, a week. I don't know. It just hasn't sounded good. We've been really busy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, does so that taste really good? <laughs> good? Yeah. Um, so uh what have you been working on?
0: Um Do you I wanna think... like
1: before we talk about what you're working
0: on, do you wanna complain for a minute? Oh, I just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I um so you know, my husband and I haven't gone on a trip and in, in probably like flown anywhere since you got other married. Than- yeah. Since we got married. And one of the things that we always said is, you know, we really want to travel. I used to travel all the time. I've been to many countries and um, I don't know. Anyways, life just gets busy and everything. So we had a conversation um, months ago about how, you know, we're getting older. We're working way too hard. We're not traveling. We're not experiencing life. So we were going to grab the bull by the horn, so to speak. <laughs> and um, his parents live in Costa Rica. And they had wanted us to come visit them. And we essentially said, you know, um, we've come to visit you guys a few times and it would be cool to kind of experience something else. So we, his parents were like, yeah, well, we want to go to Peru so you guys can come with us and do that. So we got all excited and it was kind of a pain in general because, because of where his parents are. Um, And anyway, the whole way that it worked out, we had to, we have to fly to Costa Rica first Um, meet up with his parents, and then we all go to Peru together um, for this package deal that we got, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, long story short, obviously there's a lot going on Peru right now. It's not safe to fly there. Um, So now we have 20 days um, that we've been prepping for to take off um, that has not been uh, smooth sailing for many reasons. Um, lots of issues with travel vaccines and uh, Kaiser, and just really random stuff that you would never think you would have to worry about. Um, finding uh, somebody to look after the cats, you know, while we're gone. So we have like seventeen shifts of people coming because everyone's busy. Obviously, it happens <laughs> to be during the holidays, which makes it even worse. It's like all this. Like it's been a pain from the start. So now we have this you know, we, we aren't going to go to Peru. We're waiting for them to t- tell us they're going to give us back our money for this package deal. But now we have this, these tickets, these non-refundable tickets to and from Costa Rica with the 2020 20 days in between. <laughs> and we don't really want to do that either. So, um, there's just a lot of stuff up in the air and we're supposed to leave in essentially on Tuesday, this next yeah. Tuesday. So this is a lot, just a lot trying to figure out and lots of coordinating and, um, yeah. So, Anyway, we'll get it sorted, but uh, for now, it's just annoying and makes me wonder why we keep trying to travel because my sister has been – this has happened to her so many times. She's been trying to go to multiple places in the last few years because she travels a lot as well. And the same thing keeps happening. There's so much political and civil unrest that Mm -hmm. she she keeps, you know, forgoing these trips and just – it's kind of like a lesson learned for us We're just like Mm -hmm. how – maybe we – rethink how we want to do this because it's not ever gonna it's not gonna be getting better right it's just gonna either keep being frustrating or it's gonna keep getting worse so i don't know but we'll get that sorted um so i have been like working like a mad woman trying to get a bunch of things done i mean we <laughs> even moved book releases for this <laughs> trip so it's like i been a really big upheaval like just a, a big thing this is a whole big ordeal so Anyway, um trying to get a bunch of stuff done and I'm I've also been working on my pin name stuff and that's pretty much all ready to go. But I'm like I have so many things to be working on right now. And now trying to figure out this trip is just like kind of compounding everything. And so yeah, I've just got a lot going on. But I'm excited for the um the pen name stuff that I'll be talking about at some point probably. Um but yeah, I got um Land of Fury is with Lauren now, the editor, and I'm really happy, really, really happy with it. So I'm excited about that. Um, And Sea of Storms is finally up for pre-order for the audiobook, so that's good. Um, And then, yeah, I've I've just been doing a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. I haven't gotten to do much creative stuff other than, you know, reading Land of Fury, which was fun because I I really like that story. It's really good. It's fun yeah it's fun so yeah and i have all these ideas of little like side stories and stuff i want to write off of it too or maybe like little extra bonus scenes or whatever so i keep i keep doing one of those things where like i keep making a list and i'm like god i better i need like a list not just put it somewhere like Lindsay, you need Mm. to put it into google drive or something because you have all these ideas and i keep you know i'm in the different place or whatever and then I'll remember it later. I tell myself, you know, famous last words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, how about you?
1: Um, I've been I have been writing, um, lots of things. Actually, I have been working on "Darkness Between the Stars," um, which I am just like two chapters, two or three chapters away from the end of the main characters' portion, the main POV portion. So Tarset. And then I have two other POVs. I'm going to go back. I'm going to like do kind of a wonky um, second round with this. So I haven't written, I have them um, outlines, but I haven't written the other POV chapters. And there's like mm, 12 to 14 of them somewhere in that. So you
0: write around them and then come back later. Mm-hmm.
1: But I leave notes for myself. Like these are the things that I need to mention because the those chapters take place in the present, whereas Tarsat's the main pov takes place in the ancient past but there's the the thing the big thing that's happening is affecting the people both in the times yeah. and what we learn from the present helps us understand what's happening in the past kind of um and they've well I don't want to anyway um but I'm kind of excited about how I'm going to do revisions slash writing the other POVs. So I'm going to go back to chapter one, revise those because I love revising. Um, I'm going to revise that and then write the other POVs when I get, yeah. Yeah, So then it really like feels cohesive and like logical. The things instead of I was going to go write those and then do the revision, but I was like, I feel like that's going to lead to a lot of consistency issues. So I'm really excited about it. I also came up with I had like a brilliant shower moment and I came up with this like excellent like storyline for the second POV character who's a new POV character for this whole world. Um, She's not a new character, but she's never had her POV voiced. Um, And she's actually going to be the main character of the next series in the world. So I'm kind of like following that path um, that I set up in previous series. Um, But she ended up, just like, I just had this moment that I was like, Oh my God, this is the greatest idea ever (laughs) of like trying to work in what's going to happen in her series. But like little um, kind of like breadcrumbs that are kind of leading to where that's going. So I'm really excited about that. Um, exciting, Yeah. And then I had my Patreon, my mid December Patreon drop. So I released a new episode of the Nick Chronicles and right? Yeah. The Nick Chronicles and then All rolled Online Looking Glass. So my funny little like Atlantis Legacy All rolled Online crossover serial. Um, and so those are always fun to write. And I'm so excited for next year when I am pure serialization. I cannot wait. I'm just like, give it to me. <laughs> but that's not going to happen until the middle of the year. I, I was going to get- say. Yeah, I have to get through two more pre-orders. Um, But I'm not going to put up a pre-order for Fateless Trilogy book three, the book after Darkness Between the Stars. I am just going to send people to Patreon because I'm going to start serializing it as soon as Darkness Between the Stars is out. I'm going to serialize book three. so And then it'll go up for pre-order when I'm done with the serial version. Um, But that's my plan, Um, and I'm really excited about it. The serialization just feels right to me when I'm writing it. And like I love it works well for my scattered brain to like switch between the stories, but like each like episode kind of has like an ending, but it's not like the ending, you know? Right. Um, and then this isn't so much something that I'm working on, but has just definitely been like a thing that's omnipresent in my mind, which is the whole like AI art controversy situation. And so in case anybody hasn't been following, um, AI art has like really come under like a lot of scrutin- scrutiny lately in terms of like how the AI art models are trained on copyrighted material or basically just material that was like the art the artists didn't give consent to have their art train these algorithms. So it's not that the AI is using the art and like chopping it up and like sticking it together in new ways like a collage or anything like that. But their art was used to train the AI algorithm. And so there's a lot of like, there's no laws that apply to this. It's like a very murky area. Um, But like ethically, it's also a very icky feeling area. So I was all gung-ho into AI art. And now I'm just like halting that, like really pushing on the brakes. And so my poor Instagram feed has like three rows that include AI art. And then it just (laughs) just stops. (laughs) So then I've been posting a lot more of my like human human created art um, that I have commissioned because I do have quite a bit actually. So I'm just focusing on sharing that right now. And I have so much more coming of human created art that I it should keep me going for a little while nice. <laughs> until they can figure out a more ethical way to source the like trading images. And hopefully they can figure that out so that we can all get back to having fun with it.
0: How, would, um, what, how does that affect your um, YouTube channel thing that you were doing? Your... I
1: have not done anything oh. with it. So that's it's all stalled. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm bummed, but it doesn't, it didn't feel right. Um, Yeah. So I want to make sure that I, uh, you know, as a creator, obviously we want to support other creators uh, and not like give them the big old digital finger. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I've got going on with that, which I'm pretty sad about. And I was on a pod or I was on a podcast a while ago, but they finally released it on uh, the episode on Sunday. Um, it's an author podcast, but um the subscriptions for authors podcast, which is actually kind of funny because I talked about how excited I was about AI art and I was like, now
0: everybody's gonna hate me. <laughs> oh. <shit. laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> no, I don't think they'll hate you, but if they go to try and look up your stuff and you, there isn't any or whatever, that might be.
1: Well, I did leave up, I didn't take down the mid journey things that I had posted um, on my Instagram, and I still have it in my Discord. Um, but uh, I'm not posting anything new until they can figure out, until like the, until everybody can come to some sort of an agreement. So good luck. I know.
0: <laughs> um, There's lots yeah. of big changes going on in the whole book talk thing that we were talking about. Oh, the yeah. Day.
1: Yeah, we're waiting
0: to see, I mean,
1: nothing nothing has happened in the general populace yet, it doesn't sound like, but mm-hmm. there's definitely legislation moving forward in the U.S. Um, regarding TikTok, um, so that's interesting to yeah. watch. Banning it from specific devices mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. whatnot. Federal so. employees, a state. a lot of states have banned it from their mm-hmm. employees' devices, and then now there's, like, federal legislation. Yeah. Um, But I have been, this has been leading me more. And I'm like, I don't know why I've been such a dummy and not been doing this anyway, but just leading, leading me more towards YouTube, looking at YouTube shorts and stuff like that. So I spent some time this morning exploring that area, finally signed up for YouTube premium. (laughs) So I don't have to watch the ads. Nice. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, Yeah. Oh, and I sent, we sent out the arcs for the Raven Queen. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So that, um, that felt really good. This is probably the earliest we have either of us ever had like a book. Yeah.
0: Book. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my but, arcs, if you're on my arc team, it's not going out until oh. January. <laughs> yeah. Well, my arc team, has it. Yeah.
1: you got a review.
0: Nice. On Goodreads. Did you see? I sent it to you in discord. Oh, I did see it. Yeah, 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 I did. Sorry. It was like earlier, right? Yeah. Yes. So. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um all over the place as usual.
0: Yeah. <laughs> for sure.
1: Um have you I know you've been under a lot of stress with your travel stuff. Um and just trying to get things all your ducks in a row, but have you had any time to read for fun?
0: Yeah, um let me see cuz I feel like I I feel like I'm actually in one of those funks where like I'm so tired, I'm not really reading. I keep starting things and not mm. finishing them. Um I still I pulled out um a couple years ago for Christmas for book club. Um we got all silly and then we we all read this um uh contemporary romance called uh a hunk for Christmas. <laughs> and uh anyway, and it, it's just super cute, fun. Um like this this woman is it's funny because this woman you know she hires an escort or who she thinks is an escort to go to her work party but it ends up being the guy that she actually it's her the guy that that essentially is taking business from her father and anyway anyway but it's funny it's a fun one and um i even pulled that one out trying to like get out of the funk because i knew it's just a fun silly one and i have barely read any of that either Mm. um but i will tell you that currently i'm listening to a number of things um, Neon Gods, which mm. I know you've read that one. Um,
1: Katie Roman. I
0: am also started Winter's Fury, which I'm really enjoying, um, by A.E. Rain. And um, that's very much it's kind of more like what I write. It's very kind of fan like a historical fantasy feel to it. Um, and then I just read or listened to, well, obviously Twilight, but um <laughs> also uh, Saint, which is I'm a huge fan of Adrian Young, and so that was one Priest of her. was the first one, right? Was there a- no, no, no. This is different. This is a oh, different author. Different. Oh yeah. This okay. is also like historical fantasy stuff. So um anyway, so I just uh, listened to Saint and I enjoyed it. She has I love Adrian Thiang is a really good author. Oh. So anyway, um yeah, so I'm kind of all over the place. Um out of all those, I've only actually finished Saint, I think. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't dislike any of them. I'm just like I yeah. don't know what I'm feeling right now. So I'll pick something else.
1: Yeah. And then I've big- got Neon Gods is fun it's it's not like super deep or anything yeah yeah just, so anyway I'm steamy um cool what well about you? Uh, um i after finishing twilight i was like i need a grown-up book so <laughs> <laughs> um not like a raunchy book just like a book that i know Not why yeah yeah i i and I mean, it's not like there's not YA that I, well, I don't know. I haven't read Shatter Me in a long time, but I feel like Shatter Me was much more sophisticated.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know now uh, it's hard to say,
1: huh? Yeah. Yeah. I would have to read it again. Um, or even like, oh, remember the, These are all um, read during our bookstore days, but mm-hmm. um, not Twilight. Twilight I read earlier, but um shatter me and i think we even had like arcs of i know shatter me is like a big story for us so yeah we definitely had that early um but like across the universe i thought that book was great Mm -hmm. um another like for ya that it has a little more depth
0: Yeah, Um, live on the spaceship yeah
1: yeah that one is really cool uh beth revis i think is the author and i believe she does some indie publishing now as well um but uh, anyway, I'm reading the next book in the uh, the Rachel, the Hollows series by Kim Harrison. Nice. Um, so for a few demons more, I think it's the fourth book maybe. And I know something terrible is coming. So you, mm. I can't remember if it's in this book or in book five, but there's like a thing.
0: A uh, question before I forget, because I've been meaning to ask you. Um, have you watched the Cabinet of Curiosities show at all? Mm-mm. Um so it's on Netflix. I think that's what it's called, The Cabinet of Curiosities or something. Anyway, it's Guillermo del Toro and each episode is a different story and um Ben Barnes is uh one of the in one of the um, episodes. Well now I want to watch it. Yeah. Is it children? No. No. Okay. No. It's uh, it's very like strange, somewhat scary, mostly just strange uh like creepy stories.
1: Well maybe I'll watch it this weekend morning if
0: nothing else you can just watch his if you want um just to see but it, i don't know i know you're not a huge it's not it's not like crazy horror but it's also i know you don't necessarily like super creepy so i don't know i like like stranger things and
1: um it's kind of on that level
0: it's uh, like
1: it's like, like unnerving stuff yeah i mean it is so it sounds like it's an anthology like mm-hmm. black mirror kind of thing so
0: every um i think he he found different people's short stories or horror stories or whatever and he turned them into show like each it, and each one they're not connected at all so each mm. each show is a different story
1: yeah I'll check it out mm. um it's like I get stuck when the, there's like like uh, the haunting of hill house that I watched during that weird six month period after I had my first child um but I don't think I could watch it again
0: I think it yeah I mean sad. I don't know what your creep what your creepameter is as far as what you can handle, but um, like crimson, crimson peak is it's kind of like that. So if you, oh you yeah, watch no that... that,
1: so that was almost kind of campy to me. So,
0: all right, well, yeah,
1: and it had Tom Hiddleston, so yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll check it out. See, um, cool. Yeah, I will look into it. Um, um, I that's all. That is all I'm reading is the Kim Harrison thing. I don't think I have any. Oh, we did watch um, Black Adam. That was fun.
0: It's fun. Yeah, good action.
1: Yeah, good action. Um, Yeah. Okay, so should I? Should we get into the? Let's do it discussion. Let's do it (laughs) of this piece of high literature. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, uh, spoiler, spoiler, spoilery, spoiler warning, spoiler. We're going to spoil it.
0: There are. Spoilers. In case you've been living under a rock. There will be. Spoilers.
1: Yeah. Um, and have never actually read or watched it. Um, Okay. A fall in love with the addictive, suspenseful love story between a teenage girl and a vampire with the book that sparked a literary phenomenon and redefined romance for a generation. New York times. Isabella Swan's move to Forks, a small, perpetually rainy town in Washington, could have been the most boring move she ever made. But once she meets the mysterious and alluring Edward Cullen, Isabella's life takes a thrilling and terrifying turn. Why do they keep calling her Isabella? (laughs) Up until now, Edward has managed to keep his vampire identity a secret in the small community he lives in. But now nobody is safe, especially Isabella, the person Edward holds most dear. The lovers find themselves balanced precariously on the point of a knife between desire and danger. Deeply romantic and extraordinarily suspenseful, Twilight captures the struggle between defying our instincts and
0: satisfying our desires.
1: This is a love story with bite. (laughs)
0: That is quite the blurb, isn't it? <laughs> it's very dramatic. It is very dramatic. Or is dramatic. it only because you read it that way and I'm like, damn. <laughs> I don't
1: know, but I feel like it doesn't deliver.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, okay. Um, <laughs> what format did you reread? read
0: So actually, uh, I have in the past, I've read the books and so I actually listened to it this time. And when I say in the past, I mean, when I first got them, um, and, uh, yeah, so I listened to it and
1: the narration was all right. (laughs) Um, I, I feel like I didn't look at the date that this was produced, but I assume it's like way back when, way back when. Um, and I feel like audiobook productions and performances have really progressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, she didn't do any voices like, I know I was
0: like, who is talking talking? right now? Yeah. That was was like, this is supposed to be hunky Edward. Like he sounds just like Bella. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I struggled with that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, that was the issue I had with the last one that we listened to as well, because I oh, that's I remember. Yeah. And I I remember I was just like, when you have to pay attention a lot to the dialogue tags and the cues, because they, they there's no change in the voice. It's get, it's distracting because then you're like listening so hard because you're trying to, you're not like, it takes you out of the story because you're trying to follow it so much to figure out who's ta- who's speaking. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. um. When,
0: when did you first read
1: Twilight? Did you f- like read it when it first came out or were you? Like- I
0: first read it. I don't, it wasn't when it first came out because New Moon was out in hardcover. Um, so it was, it was, um, but it was, you know, a while ago. I mean, it was before I even worked at the bookstore. So mm-hmm.
1: I think I read it a little bit after you. Cause I have, I can't believe I still have them. I have Twilight and New Moon in paperback. And then I have Eclipse.
0: And oh maybe it that's and how cover. maybe that's what I have because I, th- I think I have two paperbacks and two hardcovers I don't know
1: I remember what originally made me read it which was I was a middle school teacher and one of my students was sneaking reading under the desk I was like what are you doing she was like a really good student and I was like why are you anyway really yeah and I was like I had been seeing so many kids reading this book and I was just like well, if this is getting these kids who don't like to read to read, I was like, I should see what it's all about. And then I became engrossed and
0: well, you know, talking about how our taste of change, I'm pretty sure i didn't know what twilight was until the movie came out and then really? i was like i saw the movie and then i was like oh this is like a series and people love it and then i was like oh i want to know what happens next and da, da 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 so i went and bought the book first book
1: i want to say that maybe i didn't maybe at the same time as i saw that the student reading that i also saw a preview a trailer for new moon because it was like maybe the trailer was like when she like bleeds and then jasper attacks her at her like
0: oh yeah no i i started reading it when the first movie came out Mm. because i remember i made dennis go watch it with me and he was like him and his friend ross went and they were staring at me the whole time (laughs) oh that's amazing (laughs) yeah i'm pretty sure i saw it at least twice in the movie theater (laughs) it's really yeah it's really um anyway yeah
1: yeah I definitely. This is another like so embarrassing. Like I owned, I swear I owned the DVD. I'm sure I watched it a lot of times. I don't. I can't imagine that I did.
0: Like, how, I might how? even still have it. I don't know. I haven't looked at my DVDs in so long. <laughs> I wonder if I have it.
1: Oh man. Anyway, um, how did you feel about the book movie way back then? Obviously, we like you liked. It. Yeah, we like it. I liked it a lot. Um.
0: How have your feelings changed? You know, it's funny because I think a lot of people, I've heard other people say this too, about how um, Twilight really kind of got them reading again. And Mm -hmm. I think that that was my experience too. It got me reading more frequently um, and wanting to kind of get lost in story. Um, But as far as how do I feel about it now? Um, It's funny because, I mean, I think the book is fine. I don't love it, but I also don't think it's horrible. I mean, I feel like it's kind of on par with how books, like YA books, or at least mm. what kind of what we were reading, you know? Like, I, I don't think that it's horribly written or anything. There are things that I think are, you know, like <laughs> saying I love you like, I think in by chapter like <laughs> five or something and I was when just you're like... you're 17? Well, yeah, it's just like... And he's only ever said mean things to you. (laughs) I really like the tension and the slow, like, it's very rushed, you know? And I get it, like, again, like, you kind of have to, like, who's your audience, you know? You have a bunch Mm -hmm. of teenagers and they are going to want, you know, they want instant gratification. So I guess it makes sense. But I remember, like, obviously I liked it before. I probably won't read it again. I mean, I also feel like, and, you know, we kind of talked about this, but... I don't know how particularly likable the characters are. Like, all of her friends are not likable. Um, I mean, Bella's not... In the book, she's not as bad as as in the movie. Um, And then even Edward isn't quite as bad as he is in the movie. Um, (laughs) At least not quite as annoying. But I also think they both, in the book, they have more personality, which I think helps. Um, So, I don't know. What do you think?
1: Um... I found myself extremely annoyed so many times when reading the book, and I was just—I felt like—and I know we're going to talk more about their characters, but I feel—I felt like their their characters were—I don't know. I—I I was apparently I'm just going to dive right into Bella's character right now. No, so that's fine. <laughs> Bella's character, she is like—I don't know—a blank slate. She is like nothing. She is she just like goes where the wind blows her like oh my mom is unhappy i'm gonna go to forks but i'm gonna be miserable the whole time but i'm also gonna like be obsessed with this boy who's really mean to me and seems to think that i'm really stinky and like
0: mm.
1: her clumsiness like like it's an actual condition. Like, this is not real. Yeah. (laughs) um, It's like, in the scene when she's running from her mom's house, near the end, when she's running from her mom's house to the ballet studio. And she's, like, talking about how many times she trips and falls in this, like, however many blocks run. I'm like, that is ridiculous. (laughs) You are, like, (sighs) in Like... Upper adolescent girl, (laughs) you should not be tripping over your feet
0: constantly. Like they like made it made her clumsiness its own character.
1: Yeah, I I couldn't get over it. And anytime she mentioned it, or anyone else mentioned it, or Edward made fun of her for, or not, or like mentioned, like talked about how like keeping her alive was becoming his full time job or whatever. And I was just like, oh my god, this is so annoying. Like, she's, like, a non-functioning
0: person. I have a question. I'm wondering, do you think that it's fair to say that our impressions of the story now are so off-putting or whatever because we had it built up in our heads for what it was 15 years ago? Or, or maybe so
1: much better, like fantasy romance, vampire romance. I mean, I have read so many vampire, well, mostly urban fantasy, but like books that have romance and vampires since yeah. then that are A, actually dark <laughs> and not like sparkly, but also like yeah. have like an actual plot that doesn't have something to do, that is not, is not tied to... Like a teenager's crush yeah. and her willingness to throw away her life again on a boy that she just met a few months ago and that she, she smells. <laughs> thinks she smells well, great, apparently, but that's not <laughs> what his expressions say. Um I mean, but at the point that she says she loves him, like he has maybe said like three nice things to her. Yeah, no, I know.
0: I know. Yeah, that it's was ridiculous. That on me.
1: Yeah, I was um, like, how, I'm also, did, how did we buy this? How did so many people buy into this romance?
0: I'm also wondering how much it plays into our opinions as well because we write stories and we know what, like, we have our own standards, but we also have, our readers have standards, like, specific yeah. standards. And I know it's kind of a different readership, but it's also not. Like, a lot of our readers would probably and they have read and enjoyed you know Twilight but yeah. i don't know i just it's just interesting i think it says a lot about us as like as our age too right like we we are very aware of what is absolutely ridiculous or unrealistic versus you know i don't know
1: like she's just I mean, okay with the fact that he's been like sneaking into her bedroom and watching her sleep for months <laughs> you're so angry (laughs) this is not okay
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's so funny
1: yeah um so then i think i've just gotten so much more like feminist (laughs) that like this hurt. it pains me to know that i liked this this like weak like I don't know. She, she, like, basically is ready to just, like, be absorbed into Edward's life and, like, give up everything that means anything to her. Like, if anything really does mean anything to her. Because, like I said, she's just, like, blah blah blah, blah. But yeah. I don't know. I just, like, be your own person, you know? Like, that's fine. Yeah. Fall in love. Great. Like, but, yeah. like, still be a person. Right. Yourself. Have your own self-identity. So anyway, I'll stop reeling on Bella.
0: No, 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 I mean, but yeah, I think it's, it just goes to show how much it's, our tastes have changed too, you know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I, I kind of knew that, I mean, it's. It's pretty much what I expected going back and reading it again. I'm not necessarily let down, but it is funny to now having a new eyes and perspective reading it and just how like kind of silly it is, you know? It's very silly. Yeah. But you, so you talked about Bella. Um, what have I know? How do you feel about Edward? <laughs> if oh you my God. guys thought she didn't like Bella. I hate him. I hate him.
1: <laughs> he is awful. He is. Toxic, like, like when people say, like Oh, that guy's toxic, like, that's Edward. Edward is toxic, and Bella's just okay with it.
0: Like, well, she is in love with him. Irrevocable, <laughs> I can't even say I it. knew three things. I can't even say the damn word. Edward was
1: a vampire. What is it? Edward was a vampire, something else. And oh, and she talks about how like her life revolves around him now, and I'm just like. I don't know. The only time I feel like that's acceptable is, like, when you birth a child. And then it is your responsibility to keep that child alive.
0: Well, you know, she's 17. I know. She's clueless.
1: I know. But that's the other thing about her character is she's 17, but she also feels like she's, like, 70. Like, she doesn't have fun. She doesn't go do fun things. And she reads Jane Austen and Charlotte Bronte or whichever one of the Brontes Or mm-hmm. like, she's read like every classics book ever, apparently by the age of 17, because she talks about how she just read Withering Heights again for fun. Like, cause that's a fun read. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's pretty depressing isn't it, actually, isn't it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, felt, I feel like offended by my past self at this point. I'm offended. And offended that I loved Edward, you know, 20 years ago when I, or 15 years ago or whenever it was that I read this. Like, he is a terrible person. He's an ass. He's mean to her. Yeah. He's extremely, like, selfish, clearly. And I know he acknowledges that. But making all these decisions for her like when he when she's like supposed to sorry i'm just like ranting no no go ahead when she's like meeting supposed to meet up with her friends in port angeles at the restaurant um was that still port angeles in the book yeah it was um and he's just like i think bella needs but not even i think he was like bella needs to eat just like okay i think the girl can decide if she needs to eat she can decide her own bodily needs thanks
0: I think Bella needs to use the restroom now.
1: I know. I think Bella's thirsty.
0: (laughs) Bella Mm. has to go take a wee wee. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) God. Anyway, how did you
1: feel about Edward?
0: Yeah, I like I said in the book. I at least he had kind of a more. He was a little more fleshed out as far as a character, and he had a little bit more personality. Um, and not just like mo- constant like stink face. Yeah, in the movie, that was rough in the movie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, that was really hard for me. Um, and yeah, the movie's rough. <laughs> it was rough. The movie's I rougher think, than the yeah. book, for sure, for me. Yeah. Yeah, no,
1: for sure. I feel like the book is passable.
0: Mm. Like- <laughs> oh my god i wonder um, how many people who read it a long time ago still love it the way they used to because you know did, sometimes I did
1: nostalgic, some, well, nostalgic i, I did like, some googling to see like i looked up rewatching twilight and it was like basically like the same thing that we're saying oh okay <laughs> yeah and actually it was really funny i was reading through this one chick's list on her blog and she was like she mentioned the mittens the most largest mittens she's ever seen. And I was like, yeah, no shit. They were like uh, oven oven mitts.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. We could talk more about the movie details in a little bit. (laughs) Okay.
0: But yeah, Um, so I feel, yeah, Edward was rough. I, I did, like I said, he wasn't quite as bad um, for me in the book, but uh, in general, I mean, he, he wasn't an endearing character by any means. He was no one to rally behind. So yeah.
1: I will say, um, the, the some of the side characters are a little more fleshed out in the book too, which I think is pretty normal. But like, I really like Emmett in the book. Emmett in the book is pretty fun. Yeah,
0: and Jasper is way better in the book too. Oh my god, I think I told you all. I could picture the entire time I was listening to the book was constipated <laughs> Jasper face from the movie. The whole time I was listening, and I was like, "Oh, this is so hard because I can't get it out of my head it's it's bad, but it's so funny yeah
1: um okay, so the book has a four point seven star average mm-hmm. with over
0: twenty two thousand reviews on Amazon that's a really high rating for everybody Apparently. who's not clear on that yeah <laughs> almost five stars yeah
1: um like I couldn't believe it. Um do you, do you think it deserves that?
0: You know, I would be interested to know now if I read it no I, I no. But I'm also wondering how old are these reviews because I also I think there's that there's something that goes there's something to be said about all that's changed in like just our society and culture in the last 20 years and the people yeah. who us loving it, you know, 20 years ago or whatever. It would might be. I mean, are new people flocking to this book and thinking that it's you know the cheese like we used to? You know,
1: I don't know. But I would say for reference, I do want to talk about what you said about how much has changed in the last twenty years. But for reference, from Blood and Ash, which is extremely popular right now, mm-hmm. um, has a four point seven rating and it has forty seven thousand reviews. So definitely like book book culture and like book community culture and I think um, book review culture has definitely grown a lot um, since twilight came out. Um, I find it heartening and like makes me feel kind of warm and fuzzy that I feel like twilight, if it came out now wouldn't be received in the same way that it was. That makes me feel good about like progress that we at least as like the western culture have made
0: yeah i would definitely be interested to see how that would how that would work exactly um because i think i mean even even just how much the romance industry has changed like there's like expectations are like way different than they were 20 years ago so mm-hmm. even that it's like it would probably be have to be a completely different book in a lot of ways But yeah. Um. I think it's, it's such a really cool, fun premise for a book. I think it like the whole time I kept thinking, thinking that as I was um, listening and watching the movie, I was like, this is a really cool idea. It's just the execution. Like, it's hard because as a writer, I would obviously do a lot of things different, but Mm -hmm. as a reader, I mean, obviously there are things that I wish that she had written different, but you know, it's her, it's her It's Stephanie Meyer's baby. Like, it's hard to just tear it apart. Like, you know, because it is a really cool story, I think.
1: The premise is really cool. Can we also talk about... I'm going to tear it apart for a sec. Um, Can we also talk about the fact that Bella literally passes out? How many times? Her heart stops when Edward kisses her. (laughs) What? (laughs) No. Mm. Wow. (laughs) I cannot respect that girl
0: well there are some things that I did like a little bit um, more about the movie that I um I like that they had Jacob in it a wee bit more
1: yeah um, and Jacob and um Billy are there at the very beginning so that's kind of fun
0: yeah instead of halfway through or whatever yeah, Is she still carrying her cactus Jacob. at that point? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I know we were talking about that when we were watching it. We're like, I was like, you can't get on a flight with a cactus in your hand. Like, where are you gonna put it? Is that a weapon? Anyway, that just <laughs> goes like to show how much tiniest little changing. cactus. Um <laughs> no, so I like that. Um did you like Oops. Jacob's hair? <laughs> No, I is wig. It's so weird.
1: (laughs) And I didn't actually. Sorry, I'm totally interrupting you. I didn't mention this because by the time I was typing it out in our chat while we were watching it, it was over. But did you notice Billy and Charlie like roughhousing in the street behind Bella and Jacob in that opening scene? I think it was in that first scene where we see. Yeah, I was like, what is
0: going on? It's so awkward. It's so <laughs> awkward. I don't even know. You're like, oh, 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 oh. There's like Billy in his wheelchair and like that entire Riley's movie like jumping is around so him. awkward. That entire movie is so awkward. <laughs> even down to the makeup. It's all very My awkward. I got the makeup.
1: Okay, yeah. So let's talk about the costumes and the makeup.
0: Okay. For a minute. So
1: I think you had a great line in our chat that was something about like. Oh, that nobody nobody notices that all of the Cullens are just like dusted with a layer of
0: flour. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks. It's so they're so ridiculously white, like, and it's so and it's just their faces. So
1: I know I'm like, this is not attractive. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um. Yeah. That's so funny. I, I don't know. I like a find. There's many of the casting traces I find very strange. Um, starting with Bella and Edward, (laughs) like, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. I did remember reading some, something where somebody said, I don't know if it was like the casting director or the director or, or who, but somebody mentioned, um, what is that? It was based on a book, um, that she was in. Who? Bella? Bella, um, Kristen Stewart before Mm -hmm. Twilight, obviously the one where the guy goes, into the wild or whatever
0: <clears throat> oh uh yeah into the i think it's called into the Wild.
1: well I, I guess there's like a scene where she has a breakdown in there or something and somebody's like oh she would be great for bella if only she ever oh, showed that's that that's how much they found found her? Her. that's how they found i don't know her? i could be making uh that could just be a rumor story oh okay i know i i know i heard that somewhere
0: well that is funny because the only scene when she's really like having a breakdown is when she's like dying or whatever right i mean yeah. she, she doesn't her breakdown doesn't come like her big breakdown doesn't come until book two yeah when she's when she dying, jumps dying in the, the woods, woods.
1: <laughs> yeah her again she has literally defined herself by edward yeah um
0: question yeah yes so we were very annoyed by the movie um about how Bella just straight up just tells Charlie she's leaving that she's hates him that she loves Edward to be nice to Edmund like she just like makes all the adult decisions and nobody stops her is I can't it's not like that is it like that in the book I
1: don't feel like it's so much like she's the Mm grown-up because Charlie I actually think Charlie is a great character I don't understand why and maybe like the best acted role in the movie i don't know (laughs) but like i don't know why he is like just like letting his 17 year old daughter beyond the fact that he's like excited that she's chosen to live with him right right now but i don't i don't ever see a cop dad in washington (laughs) being like yeah okay like you go do you know you want to go back, drive home, drive back home to Phoenix tonight because you got in a fight with your boyfriend, go for it.
0: Yeah. Like, um, they also really, in the movie, they built up, uh, the animal attacks and all that a lot. That, was that yeah. even in the book? Um, I don't know, actually. It definitely didn't have, like, cause even the character, uh, who gets the guy, at the creepy guy, Wayland. Oh my Wayland, god, creepy Santa? Even he's is not. Is he
1: like a pedophile? <laughs>
0: He definitely was strange and he was talking
1: about how she sat on his lap when she was four and he was Santa and then how the kids love those little bottles. I was like, is he giving kids alcohol? I
0: don't know. (laughs) I don't
1: know. What? Anyway. Um Yeah, no, I thought that they did a better job of like making that an actual thing in the movie. And also, where is James's shirt?
0: well we talked about the budget so yeah. <laughs> because they put it all into hair and makeup yeah all on the flower and <laughs> the, the flower i like how we legs. can talk all this crap like we've ever made a movie before but.
1: <laughs> i know um anyway uh back to the talking crap <laughs> um i do feel like you had a good point in our chat which was that the cinematography was yeah, that was beautiful. Really beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful place. The Olympic Peninsula is a beautiful, it's a beautiful place.
0: So it was hard I remember to... when I was watching it. Um, I don't actually
1: think it was filmed in the Olympic Peninsula, but.
0: But I remember thinking, oh, that's, is that what Washington looks like? Oh, I want to go there. It's so pretty.
1: I wonder if they filmed it in British Columbia. I don't know. But anyway, pretty similar. Um, But yeah, pretty much. Well, now you've been here. Yeah, it is very beautiful,
0: though.
1: Mm. Mm. Um, let's see here. Um, I am going to ask a question, but I won't ask that yet. Um, I'm almost to the end of my questions, but I feel like I had a thought and I was going to bring it up. Um, Hair, makeup,
0: Charlie, mm. Bella, Edward, brothers, sisters.
1: Okay, am I the only one who thinks that the baseball scene is, like, super ridiculous? <laughs> like, their outfits. Oh, their outfits for- in the movie, you mean, Yeah. in general? And just in general, that this is, like, a-, a scene
0: in the book that this happened. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's kind of fun um, just to think about. But I, uh, as we were watching, I am thinking, if, if they hit those balls that hard that they can only play during a thunderstorm there is no way they are not going through a gazillion bats right now because yeah
1: that in the book they mention are aluminum bats but still it's not a titanium bat like i don't even think they make those (laughs) this is funny just funny maybe they do i don't know um also i wanted to point out alice's selective like prophecy ability I don't know. I know that they say that it's not perfect or whatever, but it's very conveniently imperfect. Yeah. In terms of like not seeing Bella run off.
0: I do have to say this. My husband came in when I was watching it for just for a minute. And it was in the beginning, and Edward was being introduced and he was staring at him. And the first thing out of his mouth was, look, he's like, wait a minute. So his hair is that big and tall and he lives in the wettest state in the United States and it's still standing upright. Like how is that? Impressive. Yeah. I was just laughing. But I will say
1: I do remember in high school. So living in that state, I do remember in high school guys having like, when I was in high school, it was like cool to have like super spiky, standy, uppy hair, you Mm -hmm. know? With the bleached tips. Yeah. Um, and I know they could do it. And- but it's like poofy. It's not hard. It's yeah, like... It, Theirs there's was hard. Like... Yeah.
0: A sculpture.
1: No, Edwards so, looks like his windblown poofy. and
0: poofy. <laughs> well, and then because they're so pale, um, there was a point where he was wearing a t-shirt and I had made the joke about how crazy hairy um, Edwards' <laughs> arm was. And then my husband was like, wow, you're really judgmental. And I was like... <laughs> Dude, he they made him as pasty white as you can get me as covered in black hair on his arms i can't help but notice i have nothing against Harryman men whatsoever i'm just like it's my eyes go right to black hair on white skin like yeah. I, i'm just like yeah in terms of like and then like speaking
1: of other visual choices that they made for the movie like the whole like edward revealing his sparkly skin in the sunlight and he's like this is the—is it the face or the skin? But the, he says one like either this is the face of a monster or of a killer, or this is the, the. I the
0: think the face.
1: face. Oh my gosh! But it's so funny. He's like glittering, and he's like, "This is the face of a killer, or whatever, he <laughs> or said, a monster, yeah. or something." And it's just like, it's
0: like ding,
1: <laughs> and she's like, "You're beautiful." <laughs> oh my oh, gosh.
0: Man. So awkward, and the awkward scene when they like lay down and the everything clearing. is awkward. Every single thing They're that was like the hardest thing in the staring at each other. <laughs> anyway, um, are you going to continue rereading this? Oh, rereading, no. <laughs> How about rewatching? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, if it's on randomly, maybe. But I'm not gonna like sit down and do like a binge, the Twilight series cool you know my list is far too long to be dabbling with that yeah of things i never watch so yeah
1: <sighs> do you have any how final... about you are no you no that's me? a hard pass i know I was just like i feel like, I was like, I'm, like I'm gonna to take you. my copies probably to the like used bookstore at this point <laughs> free up some shelf space
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean my shelves are packed full so i need that shelf space
0: those are thick boys too. They are oh so. Man. Yeah, too much. yeah. We're um, really sorry for anybody who absolutely is in love with this story. Still, I mean, I would say if you're still in love with the story, but you haven't read it in like ten
1: years, maybe give it a reread. It was definitely enlightening to reread it. Like, I I was never like, oh, I'm gonna like DNF my like twelfth reread of this. <laughs> So, you know, I still read it.
0: Does <laughs> she? Does Stephanie Myers even write anymore?
1: I don't. I think she did. Min, so I know she released Midnight Sun. Let's see here.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about. Yeah. Edwards POV. That was in 2020. Oh, my gosh. I wonder how different that is, like writing wise. I mean, the, obviously, the plot line has to all be the same. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of interested. I don't know. Maybe I'll check that out. Just to see. The Chemist?
1: I don't know. I've never heard of this one. 2016. I know she had The Host. I never read Mm -hmm. that or saw that. I saw it, but I never read it. I don't see anything else besides those two things. It's like one of those cases of, like, you write one thing. You write something. It was her first book, right? I
0: think
1: so. And it became huge. And that became, like, Mm -hmm. like, how do you follow that up? Like, you're... Found to disappoint somebody at that point. And I think I remember um Andy Weir talking about that after writing The Martian, and The Martian became huge, which is an amazing audiobook. If anybody has not listened to that audiobook, I know it's not like romance, but
0: yeah, I remember, I bet you she's actually been the inspiration for a lot of uh authors because I remember her talking about how this is before I was re- like publishing anyway, but I remember her talking about how she made it seem so easy. Like she just had a dream one night and woke up and she just couldn't stop writing. And I remember thinking, wow, is that how it's supposed to be? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of, a lot of people probably tried to and or started writing after that. Yeah. I
1: think that I, I don't mean to knock Stephanie Meyer when I
0: lay into the book, I guess. I'm, I'm just like, I'm just saying like, because it was so big, there's so much about it. I remember there were websites and um mm. there was like people were leaking photos of on set of oh yeah. Like, I remember, that. remember everybody that was so
1: excited to see like Edward like Edward shirtless or something. Yeah, and then like...
0: try come to find out they're really dating and it was like this whole big thing and they were? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. I think they were dating for years actually. Mm. I yeah. But anyway, yeah, I That's remember, funny. like, all that. Interesting. I remember reading
1: fan fiction. I remember reading dirty fan fiction.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't Fifty Shades of Grey supposed to be? Yes. Fifty. Shades I don't even of Grey. get that. It was, was uh, fan I, don't, I don't.
1: Well, I've also never read it, but or seen the it's movie. It's nothing like it. But yes, it was originally Twilight fan fiction.
0: I so she must have changed
1: quite a bit like between from fan fiction to actual 50 shades of gray i assume
0: yeah hmm. i don't know yeah i remember people saying that and then i i didn't finish i started the first book and i didn't finish it because i couldn't really get into it and i remember thinking i don't see i don't get it but like you said she probably revised a lot and made it her own story and
1: Yeah, I'm sure editors were also like, we need to, like, change a lot of stuff (laughs) so that we don't get slapped with a copyright lawsuit. (laughs) Anyway. So (laughs) I'm really glad we um, read that and watched that. Um, Yeah, it was a nice blast from the past. Yeah. And also, I I will say the movie has, like, a lot of fun nostalgia, kind Mm -hmm. of. And I I genuinely like the soundtrack. (laughs)
0: And now I was like, so. oh, a little Linkin Park song came on at the mm-hmm. end of my
1: heart happy. I thought of you. Yeah. As I was chatting with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was like, um, oh, I bet LP likes those. Yeah, I was <laughs> like,
0: oh, I love it. Um, we should consider, like, some of the other books from way back when that we used to like and reread them and see what the difference is. See how we feel like sticky. <laughs> oh my god i don't know <laughs> i don't I never...
1: think i could i don't think what is the first one it's not true blood is it i think so the no? first book is called true blood i don't know anyway i don't i couldn't take bill i couldn't handle bill
0: i'm fine i'm I... we don't need to do that one i was thinking more like i totally forgot about that no i, I... uh i was thinking because i can't shatter me either. uh yeah like the ones that i don't know mean I'm something sure to us yeah like I haven't read Shatter Me in probably ten years. Divergent. I yeah. never finished that series. I didn't either. And so mad. And it's funny because I also, I think I maybe only actually read the first book because now the movies are everywhere, so it just seems pointless to read it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I've only seen the first
1: two movies too. I, would I have a signed. To- I have a signed first edition of the first book.
0: Nice. It doesn't have the book. I might though. too, as well. Seinfeld's uh, edition. I don't think I have that
1: hardcover. Um, yeah.
0: But like, because you were talking about Across the Universe, I haven't read that since I read it for the ARC. Loved that book. So, anyway, I don't know.
1: Yeah. So I have, I still have, so I have there. I don't know if you can see. Oh, they're right. Oh, yeah, I can. Here. I can see them. So, I have the second book right here is uh, still the ARC. I've been looking for the hardcover of it whenever I go to the used bookstore. And then I found the third book in hardcover at the youth bookstore.
0: I don't I only have the first book. Um I have the second one too, but I haven't read the I second I did not one. read the third one. Big well because I had the arc and then it was years
1: until the, the third one was out.
0: This is what happens when you work at bookstores, guys. You get all these books that are coming out. Before they're even famous, you don't Mm -hmm. even know they're going to be famous. And then you read them and you like them. But then you have to wait at least a year for the next one to come out. And by the time, yeah, then you just forget. I've
1: still only read the first three Shatter Me books. And now there's like seven or something. Yeah, same here. So I really want to continue that. I I think, I know this episode is going really long all of a sudden. But I think that that, like, Enemies to Lovers shift that happened in that book was done so well she did like she did like a it was like before sarah j mass she pulled like a sarah j mass of like Mm -hmm. giving you one love interest and making you think that that was like end game love interest and then being like whoop now you hate him and here's a better one who you thought you hated yeah
0: you know what's really cool um you know how i like that uh series the under the never sky Mm -hmm. um i have that too so the it, I think it was a three book series. I think I have all of them, but I haven't read the the, la, the third one. But I that was years ago. You know, she, Veronica Rossi's moved on to to write other things and she's actually putting out another book in that world now.
1: So, oh fun. Yeah. I'm yeah, excited. we could revisit some some of our YA like old haunts. Old haunts. Yeah. I mean I would I first also the Shatter Me audiobook is amazing.
0: Yeah. Really, I remember really liking
1: it too. Mm-hmm so yeah i would be really excited about doing that um hold on beast uh any final 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 thoughts
0: uh no but i think that if you have a copy you should revisit it whenever you have time and just dive in and see how it goes
1: yeah like yeah like i've said like 18 times now it was enlightening yeah (laughs) really interesting to was like Getting to have a conversation with a past version of myself
0: who yeah, had, was and I, so different
1: from and, who I am Well, now.
0: another thing too is it's like, it's also, some people could really like it because it's an easy read. It's a very easy read. Yeah. So you could just breeze through it, even though it's a giant book. Yeah. So anyways, Beast is uh, waking up and trying to claw out of my office.
1: Now. <laughs> <laughs> out. Okay. So thank you for listening, everybody. Don't forget to check the show notes for this episode's links and book recommendations and we will add all of those white titles that we just talked about as well um we will be back in four weeks so we are taking a break because lindsay was supposed to be in peru but now she might not be but eh, we'll uh, i ourselves. might still be gone so, i, I, I have no idea
0: what is going on in my life so
1: we were going to take <laughs> uh take off take off with what would be the next episode and then we'll be back in yeah. um end of january yeah um to talk about a huge mega hit on book talk which is guild by raven kennedy yeah. um and i'm really excited about that one because there's so much fan art out there and it's like a little bit confusing <laughs> and i don't really understand like she's got a lot of
0: gold ribbons i'm like this chick shoots out gold ribbons like what happens uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> i've never read a raven kennedy book um i've heard a ton about it, um, I know that one of my narrators narrates as uh, one of the narrators because I think there's like five on the audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my past narrators, so I'm, I'm interested to dive in, yeah. see what all the fuss is about. Yeah, and knowing me, I probably will not give way to the. I'll probably be anti-fuss because that just seems to be my trend. <laughs> it's, I'm honestly- like an old cranky woman now. I like don't <laughs> like I don't take it. <laughs> um, if you're enjoying the show. We
1: would love it if you left us a rating and or a, re- a review on iTunes, Spotify, where you can now leave ratings, or wherever you listen that allows for reviews. I think Audible does as well if you listen mm-hmm. on Audible. So until next time, happy reading. Happy reading, everyone. Happy holidays. Oh,
0: yes. Happy holidays.
1: Happy New Year. <laughs> um, You
0: know. Chat with you in 2023.
1: Woo! Woo! Like, what? <laughs>